Hello everyone, it's Major General Tom Carden. I'm the Adjutant General for the Georgia National Guard. It's my honor to introduce our next podcast topic, and it's going to involve uh, our family support apparatus across the Georgia National Guard. You know, more than 35 years ago, uh, when I joined the Georgia National Guard, we didn't have much in the way of family support. I've seen a vast improvement in the tools we have available to our service members and even our civilian employees when it comes to family support. It's not lost on me that we recruit the service member, but we certainly retain the family. So for our family members that enable our service, thank you for everything that you do each day. Today, you're going to hear a lot of subject matter experts come in and talk about some of the tools in our family support toolkit. You know, there's a financial counseling support. There's employment support. There's general counseling support, even linkage uh, to child care support if it's needed. Uh, I actually met one of my own children during a redeployment ceremony more than 20 years ago. So my family and I have certainly experienced the stressors uh, that all of our service members face day in and day out. I can't thank you enough for everything that you do, and I certainly appreciate our family support branch for coming forward today to provide what I believe is some very meaningful information for every one of you. Thank you for all you do each day. Hello, everyone. I'm Lieutenant Colonel Pamela Stauffer, the director of the Georgia National Guard Public Affairs Office. And as General Cardin said, we're here to talk to Military Family Support Branch today, in, as well as the Georgia National Guard Foundation, and we have a special guest. Hi, I am Mrs. Kiana Blassingame Boggs. I am the State for Family Programs Director for the Military Family Support Branch. And what we do as a program is we provide assistance to the soldiers and their family members, whether that's legal assistance, financial assistance, um, employment assistance, and also providing them with resources in their own community that can help them whenever they or their family member is in, in a situation of need. And what was interesting to me when we were speaking earlier is that you're actually considered joint. Could you tell me how that really works and who you primarily serve? So what the joint means is that we can provide services to the Army National Guard as well as the Air Force National Guard uh, within Georgia. But also we do have a lot of um, calls and contacts from people who are either in the reserves or active duty, and we refer them out to other services, whether it's services through their own branch in the military or within um, the community that they live in. So we can provide resources to people outside of the Georgia National Guard, um, but it's usually on a referral basis, and so that's what the joint means. Hi, I'm Veronica Waters. Soldier and Family Readiness Supervisor, one of two for the Military Family Support Branch. Um, our offices are located within armories around the state. We have 12 readiness specialists that are located um, from as far north as Cumming and as far south as Tifton. I do have an office in this building at 447, but my main office is over Atlanta, the Atlanta Readiness Center. So um, is that the case for you as well, Mrs. Blassingame? So for me, my main office is here, but I am able to flex and go wherever needed. So if Veronica needed me um, to join her at another work location or site, I would do that for the needs that we are serving. But my main office is here in Building 447. I also have an alternate work location at Ellenwood. 
As I mentioned earlier, we've got the National Guard Foundation uh, representative here, actually the lead um, for the National Guard uh, Support Foundation. Hi, I'm Harriet Morgan. I'm the program manager for the Georgia National Guard Foundation. So what is your role? First, where are you located? My office is at building uh, 447, Joint Force Headquarters, and uh, it's a full-time job. And I work with, uh, I'm the program manager and work with soldiers and airmen um, every day that are requiring some uh, financial assistance on an emergency relief basis. How long have you been working here? Since October 5th, 2005. That's a long time. And that's why people call you Miss Harriet. (laughs) Plus, I'm older than anybody else in the building. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I promised everybody we had a special guest, and uh, that's actually Sergeant Johnson. Hey there, my name is Sergeant Amari Johnson. I'm a truck operator, a part of the Jewel First Regional Support Group. A few months back, during the summertime, we had our family with us. Um, at that point, it was a, a house full of nine folks, and we spent the entire sum, uh, summer together. Um, maybe a week before everyone went back to school or was preparing to go back to school, my mother-in-law suffered a, a stroke. Um, she had to go into the hospital, and, and during that time frame, we had to take on the responsibility of bringing everyone in, getting them registered uh, to schools located within our, our county. So we pretty much uprooted and moved the whole family in with us uh, for the school year and kind of took them into our wing while uh, our my mother-in-law was in the hospital. So uh, for that time frame, as the school year went on, we kind of began to realize just how much money we were spending, uh, whether it was from clothes or school supplies or even food. So it got a little hard for us. Um, a normal family of four taking care of a, a household of nine was a, a huge challenge, and we we tried to uh, spend some time combating that. Uh, but it got to a point where I even considered um, trying to find a second job, um, you know, even with being, uh, being with the guard. And I was guided to go and speak to the... Uh, uh, family uh, support uh, group. How did you learn about the programs that were offered to you that you ultimately took a part of? So I went to one of my senior NCOs about the situation I was having with lack of money, and he guided me to go uh, downstairs and speak to our uh, family support programs about different alternatives uh, I can look for as far as when it comes to finding support for just different situations I was experiencing from uh, getting extra food in the house um, and, and even getting ready for a holiday with six extra uh, kids in the house. It was at that point I, I got introduced to uh, Ms. Veronica Waters, who was able to get me in contact with a liaison within my area uh, who covers uh, the Cartersville area and, and uh, other areas and counties out there. I was introduced to Operation Homefront. So a little bit more about Operation Homefront. Could you explain that to us? Yes. Operation Homefront um, is a nonprofit organization that assists um, veterans that meet a certain criteria that's established by the Department of Veteran Affairs. And so they offer critical um, need assistance to our soldiers who are in crisis. And I was able to nominate um, Sergeant Johnson for a holiday initiative where they adopt a family and provide their entire Christmas to them based on their presenting needs. So because he had an extended family that he had not planned for the holidays, he was a perfect fit for that program. And and Operation Homefront is just one of many 
Yes, Operation Homefront is one of several community partners that we partner with for um, for the holidays. Miss Waters, can you tell us a little bit about the Christmas Assistance Program in a little bit more detail? The official name is the Tammy S. McEver Annual Christmas Assistance Program, and it is designed to offer children ages 0 to 15 um, a, their Christmas toys. So um, it's, we don't buy high-end gifts, but it ensures that every child that needs or there's a presented need there will have um, toys to open on Christmas. We have um, annual partnerships with Operation Homefront, with Tim Stewart Funeral Home, um, with um, St. Francis um, High School, um, where they collect toys for our soldiers that we then turn and disseminate based on whether the soldier is unemployed, underemployed, or have a, a critical financial need that they hadn't planned for and is unable to provide um, Christmas for their for their family. If I can uh, add in uh, the application process, it is easy. Um, it's not my first time um, actually using the Christmas program. Um, my first year being enlisted, um, I, I've had an opportunity to take part in uh, this program. So it's been, uh, the application process is easy. You go ahead, you scan the QR code and it takes you uh, straight there. So the Tammy S. McEver Christmas Assistance Program application process um, begins um, it began this year in October, where we started accepting applications from soldiers with children ages 0 to 15 that are either unemployed or underemployed and need um, assistance providing um, gifts for their family during the holiday season. Um, they fill out an application, one per child, and they give us basically a wish list. We don't buy high-end electronics, but we ensure that we come as close to the wish list as possible. Is the application online somewhere? Yes, the application is online. It can be found on um, the Georgia National Guard Family Programs page. And then um, we have flyers that we put up at each unit. So if somebody doesn't know exactly where to find that page, they can just Google what? They can Google the uh, Christmas Assistance Program and it'll pop up. On the foundation side, when we receive applications uh, that include small children, uh, or I determine that family needs help for their uh, children during the holidays, then we send that information to the soldier or airman. Listeners out there may be wondering about the privacy of these programs. So when a potential applicant uh, comes to the Georgia National Guard Foundation or they go to the family support branch, um, how is that handled? Tell me a little bit about how you handle the privacy of the information. Each of our specialists, um, of our 12 specialists, along with the two supervisors, are HIPAA certified. And when we sit down and talk with a service member, it is behind closed door. And when we share notes among ourselves, among amongst the team, they are sent um, via encrypted emails. So we always take our soldier, soldiers and their families' privacy. We give that, you know, our top priority to make sure that we're not sharing any of their personal information. Uh, on the foundation side, when we receive an application and we vetted it for supporting documents and banking information, that information is sent to a committee called the Emergency Relief Committee uh, within the Georgia National Guard Foundation's Board of Directors. It's a small committee. Uh, we have nine uh, people on the, on the committee and we strive to have a minimum of three in agreement to make a decision about an application. Uh, it's per, it's uh, not published information, it's personalized, and each application is looked at based on its own merit. 
As we wrap up today's podcast, I'm just going to go through to all of the guests and see if they have anything additional to add for the listeners. The Georgia National Guard Foundation is a self-funded, nonprofit, 501c3 charitable organization. And our primary mission is to provide financial assistance for emergencies and unexpected hardships for the soldiers and airmen of the National Guard. And those issues could be anything from housing to job loss to car accidents, fire, hurricanes, floods. Uh, We've had every sort of situation, death. Uh, So each application is looked at based on what the emergency is. And we strive to uh, assist them uh, either by uh, paying bills directly for mortgages or rent or whatever, as well as provide them for other resources that include financial counseling, the uh, military support branch, uh, as well as uh, the Work for Warriors employment team. That's a large mission. How many applications do you have so far this year? Well, so far this year, we've approved uh, about 140 apps, $168,000. Overall, since we started this program, or I started this program in 05, my role, we've helped over uh, nearly 4,000 soldiers and airmen with over $3.3 million. That somehow close out at the end of the year and then you start a new it's an ongoing we we have a physical year that we close out um but you know and we we uh are always looking for ways to receive donations uh we've got the georgia gives program at the end of november uh on november 29th we have the state family uh the state checkoff where individuals can pay uh, or donate their taxes. We're approved by the Georgia legislature as one of nine charities so that Georgia taxpayers can make a donation to the foundation when they file their taxes. We're also approved charity for the combined federal campaign, the state charitable contributions program. We um, participate with Uh, community events for various veterans memorial 5ks we have golf tournaments motorcycle rides so there's an abundance of opportunities that people have to both donate and you know participate and that's a lot of you know what I appreciate about being in the National Guard is you know just all of those opportunities to help our fellow guardsmen and those in the organization and the families that support both our soldiers and our airmen. And from the military family support branch side, um, is there anything that you'd like to add? Yes, the um, soldier and family readiness specialists are around the state, um, and we're not just here for um, crisis. Um, get to know your soldier and family readiness specialists. We are a plethora of resources and um, educational opportunities. So, um, any soldier that has the opportunity, or that is when you're at your armory and there's a soldier and family readiness specialist located there, get to know them and um, find out what resources the military family support branch has to offer. So as we're making our New Year's resolutions uh, coming up in the next couple of months, um, what would you say about the educational opportunities? Um, Educational opportunities, there are, we can connect you with, um, of course, Military One Source is one of our most um, 
underused resources that has the most to offer. So um, any soldier that's out there, family member that says, hey, I think I'm going to learn um, a new language. Military One Source has that opportunity where you can learn a new language for free. Or if you are thinking about creating a new budget, we can connect you with our personal financial counselors and everything that we offer is free. There's no charge. It's a benefit that's there for you. And it's just an, an underutilized benefit. Also, one of the other uh, resources that we have available to refer uh, service members to is vocational training. If they wish to change their employment, if they're looking to um, get a certification in a certain field, we have a lot of uh, resources where there are community-based training or vocational training. Um, so if they're looking to explore and expand their, their own career, um, that's one asset. Also, there's a lot of workshops for resumes. There's workshops for finding jobs. There's um, there's also job fairs um, that we have resources to that we can refer uh, the service member and their family member to go to. As uh, Ms. Water said, it's a plethora of resources, um, not just uh, the financial assistance, which is very helpful, and I've actually referred soldiers to that before I was in the program, um, but also helping you get your education on track, helping you get your employment, if there's legal needs for the family as well, childcare resources. We can refer you to a lot of programs that provide discounts um, for people who need childcare services. There's just, I would encourage people to reach out to their family readiness um, support representative at their units so that they can be introduced just to all the resources that are available. On the Work for Warriors note, uh, can you tell me a little bit about, in a little bit more depth about what that is and how that helps members of, and their families even, um, in the Georgia National Guard? Yeah, so Work for Warriors is actually ran by Mrs. Lacey Turner, and she and her team provide resources to service members who need help with finding employment, um, or they also need help with getting into um, a program that can help them establish a career. They help with resumes. She has a lot of information on job fairs throughout the state. And uh, they also can connect you to employers who are looking for people to hire. Um, it's it's a it's a very it's a vast program with a lot of employment assistant resources. It's not just the sit down and let's go over your resume. They can actually connect you to recruiters who are looking to hire veterans and service members. Uh, so I would encourage it, also that is another part of our program, the Military Family Support Branch. That is something that soldiers should tap into, um, and also airmen. It's also open to. It's a joint program as well. So, I would encourage everyone to tap into that resource. As we opened up the broadcast, we talked about the holiday season and the difficulties that come with the holiday season. You know, typically we see those with uh, financial hardships, relationship uh, challenges coping skills that uh, they could have used, uh, particularly throughout the holiday season, more coping skills. And, you know, this team here, both from the Military Family Support Branch, the Georgia National Guard Foundation, and as witnessed by Sergeant Johnson, you know, they're a real team uh, that can help you out with uh, those types of issues. So look into that, look into those branches and look them up on social media and the contact information that we'll provide and tune in for our next episode. Thank you.